0: O’Leary uh, just loves to rep Miami. So
1: welcome into From the Nosebleeds.
2: My Wait, that was the start? <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> <You> <laughs> morons. Yes, no, that was no the start one. of the show. Welcome into From the Nosebleeds. Oh, welcome in. We have uh, Seamus and Vince here virtually. I’m here in the studio. This is Pat O’Leary. We got Taylor. Uh, not like behind his, any glass.
0: His balls dropped. Like like. I, I have, sound-
1: There’s there’s this thing called allergies, seasonal allergies. You know.
0: Oh, tell me I, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that's not seasonal allergies. This is like if we, if like like on, on an episode of America's Most Wanted, they wanted to be like anonymous. So they show the goddamn <laughs> face, but then it's just like oh, I did I think, not murder him. I think that's
1: a combo of your like terrible, you know, set up there, probably too. But you know.
0: <laughs> probably. But anyway, well, um, so so there was a lot that happened last night. Mostly that um I got blitzed. But um, <laughs> the The reason being is the 76ers went to went to Miami, but they didn't show up. And a uh, local radio lady, today um, – so you know that you got to narrow that one down. When I say local radio lady, but um, said the something along the lines of um, missing. No, 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 she was like M I A in M I A, and I was like, you know what, this lady's smart for that because they were missing in action. And I can't believe that, that there were like people defending James Harden, including Pat O'Leary last night. Uh, he was, def- he was like, dude, he's the only one that showed up, dude. He was like four of like 13 and like fucking just terrible. And, um, but he, but he will always get defended because he's the beard.
2: Well, let's, let's set this up by saying the last time we were here, I believe it was after game one or yeah, I think it was game one. And, uh. Obviously, we lose game two, but we had faith that once Joel came back in the series, the Sixers would make it a contest, and they definitely did. Joel didn't play amazing offensively on uh, in Game 3. I believe he finished with 18 points, but um his defensive uh, impact was felt, his offensive impact just by opening guys up was felt. Danny Green went the fuck off for like seven threes. Then Game 4 happened. I believe Joel had 24 points, and that was the James Harden game where you see vintage James Harden come back in that fourth quarter with 13 points, a couple highlight reel threes, and uh, the vibes were really good. And then uh, going into last night, they came out... Uh, completely flat-footed and gave one of the vintage, I we don't give a fuck Sixers games where you, you know what's funny though. the Very beginning they just didn't they weren't in it. They looked like they had better places to be.
0: The first five minutes of that game, I'm sitting there and in the back. Now I wasn't saying it because I'm like ever like I'm too optimistic about this team right now. But like the first five minutes of the game, my brain was telling me that this game is over.
2: Like oh, like, it felt like a loss. It felt like a loss right away. immediately.
1: Yeah, it didn't. It, it never was, at one but literally, like, they were up 2 zip to start the game. And even then, I was like, well, they just bricked, like, three shots in a row, and in Miami, he just went up 10-2. So this is great. I mean, I great. Yeah. The,
2: the first quarter was filled with bad vibes, because I believe both of these plays took place in the first quarter. But very early on, Joel Embiid uh, dives out of bounds for a loose ball, which, uh, listen, I absolutely love that our – a star player has the heart like that, but he needs to know that in his current state, that's not a great idea. And he comes off of the, you know, he's in, in the fans, he comes back on the floor and is holding his back. And then I believe this is also in the first quarter, uh, Dwayne Dedman, I believe, uh, smacks the ball and it hits Joel on the side of his face that is currently broken. And Joel, it looked like he was in tears, like on the ground. He like was. He yeah. He so was crying. Pain. Yeah, he was. He, he was in so much pain. And then from there, uh, Joel just didn't really have it last night. And that's kind of what I wanted to like make our first point of the show on. Um, There's well, been a lot of discourse about Joel's performance last night and people blaming him or people you know, taking uh, his side. And I'm one of the people that my stance on this yeah. is like the dude's got a broken face, uh, still probably suffering from a mild concussion – and has a torn ligament in his thumb, and he's still out there diving for balls and trying. Like some people, I think dumb people will use the argument: "Oh, well, if you're on the floor, you're healthy enough to play." I don't want to hear any excuses. I think that's fucking bullshit. He's it is giving bullshit. His all. that, he's that, allowed that, to that's, have a bad
0: game. For anyone else, that that is a and for different circumstances. That is a season-ending injury. Both of them are season-ending injuries. At this, yeah, this at stage. this point at this point at this stage. So, but like, I, I do have to call out. Um, somebody that isn't known for intelligence, obviously, but I mean he's known for more like emotional analysis, and that is former seventy six or Charles Barkley. Listen, uh, this don't get me this, this, this guy, and mm-hmm. I really don't believe that his like his intention was to go. I I, I, I should rephrase that. I don't believe that what he said that what, that he actually believes what he says because I think that Charles is just like more like more so frustrated than anything else because I know that he picked the Sixers like, or that he's secretly rooting for the Sixers. I know that, but like, dude, for, for him to say what he said about Embiid is just like, it's just like inaccurate. It's not
2: even like outrageous. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's just blatantly, just not true real quick before we get Pat's thoughts, just in case, uh, listen, I know if you're listening to this podcast, you're in tune with sports. You didn't miss it. But just in case you missed it, the, the comments we're referring to are, I think, at halftime, I believe, or maybe it was in the postgame. Uh, Charles Barkley basically said uh, Joel Embiid for, for I'm just going to paraphrase. I'm not going to directly quote him. He said Joel Embiid was moping around the court because he didn't win MVP, basically. Yeah, and, but
0: that's that's total bullshit. Obviously. Oh, it's
2: absolute bullshit. And maybe the reason why he didn't look all there was because he's a broken face and a torn thumb and probably concussion symptoms still, which is what I was saying. He's he was due for a bad game. He was he was great in those first two games he played. Uh, he had his impact on the court was felt immensely, and I think he played great. And listen, when you have those injuries, you're due for like one bad game. Like let's not crucify him, but Pat, let's get your thoughts on uh, Charles' comments and just Joel's performance in general.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I I really don't think that his comments were warranted, especially as a guy who knows Joel well. I mean, he's a huge Sixers guy, obviously, former Sixer player. Like, he definitely knows him well. Um, I know that Joel called them last year. He called Shaq and Charles last year after they made those comments, and – like literally said to them like why are you making those comments like all right what can i do to get better hopefully it's asking how we can get better right? yeah yeah and like to me it's like that's that's showing somebody that uh has heart and actually gives a shit and for them to just turn around and obviously this is just like them trying to get views all that shit and like just drum up controversy but um like it's, it's just it's it's really bad to do that like Like, why would you do that? Like, literally, I don't
0: even think think Charles Barkley is smart enough to like think about drawing, like, drumming up controversy. Like, I really don't. I I think that he just talks out of his ass half the time.
2: I think it's also worth noting that Joel Embiid is very, very in touch with uh, social media and all that kind of stuff. Those those votes, listen, we all hung on to hope, this false hope that the MVP gate that only Philadelphia could be involved in with fake reports flying around, but we all saw those leaked votes that came out. It wasn't all of the votes, but it was a lot of them a couple weeks ago. You don't think Joel Embiid saw that? He knew this was coming. He knew he He said he's he's known for weeks. In his
1: game, he literally said as soon as that straw poll came out, as soon as like the Denver game happened, as soon as the Bucks game happened, where they dropped it, like he knew as soon as those two games happened, he wasn't winning MVP. And
0: yeah. by the way, Bleacher, Bleacher Report did a did a horrific job of just like taking like his comments out of out of context as they do. Oh, like, they, uh, yeah, everything. And, like he like like they posted like his reaction to um, Jokic winning the MVP, and basically they they just took like took bits and pieces, and it made it look like that what, like, what he said was not what he Like, they, they put, like, oh, congratulate. He said, oh, congratulations to the Joker, pretty much. And then he was like, but I guess that's your agenda. But if you read, like, the full, like, the full quote, it's nothing how yeah. that's perceived. Like, it can't be perceived that way. Yeah,
3: So My, it's just uh, like,
0: they, they, hate, they hate Embiid, and they hate the Sixers, and yeah. Taylor you know, doesn't think we care, but, you know, we do
2: care. Oh, yeah. We won't get too, we won't yeah, even get too caught like up me. in, like, the... MVP controversy.
0: See, but, Taylor, um, see, this what... is the problem I have with you real quick is that you pretend that you're a Philadelphia sports fan, but you're not.
4: No, I don't. No, yeah, you're right. I'm not.
2: You're buying the baby <laughs> <famous>.
0: Oh, boy.
4: <laughs> please please my... put me in my place.
0: <laughs> I, I, just think, I just think, listen, if you work for a phenomenal company that pumps out sports content, like Philadelphia sports content and other things, but like mostly like Philadelphia sports content, yeah. then I think that maybe you should at least pretend to care about sports and not just your financial um a gain within those sports. Like, like, like I would like to launch an investigation into you to see if you put All money right. on, there's on no
1: the way, Joker there's no, no way you want... just fucking brought betting into this for no
0: reason. <laughs> well, because that's what he, that's how he operates. And I tell her, I love yeah. you, but you care about sports. Only based on who you bet on, Pretty
4: much. Yeah, no argument.
0: No, I no. mean you, Shamus. So if did, you if did, you, did bet, you bet, bet, you would
1: too.
4: Yeah.
0: Did, did you bet on 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 the on on the Joker to win MVP?
4: Uh, no, I don't. I don't like MVP uh futures.
2: Okay. I mean, that probably would have been a smart bet, but whatever we're not i don't want to get too stuck on like the whole mvp bullshit we've we've said our piece on that but one of my one of the city has
0: has has one defending mvp and he's the only one that matters anyway one of
2: the quotes that stuck with me from joel's postgame presser was he said this is a lose-lose situation for me if i don't play i'll probably get called soft if i play and i play bad they'll probably come up with a bunch of stuff like he's just not good enough And that just goes to show the current state of, like, NBA discourse and, like, how fucking insane it is. And I've gone on my rants before about how NBA Twitter has become the fucking worst place to ever operate. Absolute cesspool. It it, it goes beyond, like, even that kind of shit. Like, it gets personal, as we saw today. Like, certain guys on Philly Twitter exposing, like, now we have Miami fans making personal jokes about – the passing of people's parents and making fun of children like it's a, it's an absolutely fucking cancerous place. But <laughs> Joel makes a great point like uh, it's it's just unfair that uh, he's being critiqued like this, like, dude, he was due for a bad game. And one of my points that I want to make uh, a big point here is it's kind of bullshit that uh, no one else on the team picks up the slack for Joel like at all. He just – he went out in that game. And, listen, a lot of people will say some bullshit like, uh, oh, well, you know, the team picks up on his energy. Well, like – maybe I if think you're that's one of his, true though, but, but if you're one of his teammates, maybe you should like look and realize like, yes, he's having a bad game and he doesn't look like he's fully there mentally, but he's also out here diving for loose balls with like a multitude of injuries. Like that should get you fired up. And listen, we are an anti doc rivers mm-hmm. podcast, but I'm going to say this right now. A lot of people are blaming doc rivers. How do you not have your team up for how do you, how is your team coming out this flat? If you are an NBA player in game five of the NBA playoffs and you need your coach to get you up and motivated, you should shouldn't fucking be there sorry well, well well
0: well, this brings me back to james harden who i love but i mean like like that was an unacceptable performance last night in a game five you're a veteran you're one of the all-time greats it's like dude you're gonna just show up and like like and not seemingly not give a shit in a game five after dropping 30 it's like that, that it's just terrible that has nothing to do with doc it, rivers that exactly and, dude, serious seriously even guys even guys like Danny Green, I don't, I don't expect anything from Danny Green. That that was a a total fluke, the the seven threes or whatever the hell it was. Obviously, it was a fluke. I, I didn't think that he was gonna go out there and do it again. But my point is, and I'm saying Danny Green, I don't mean just Danny Green. But you have these veterans that have been around the block for years, and Tobias Harris too. Like these veteran guys that have been around. It's like, dude, you you should not, like you said, you should not have to rely on Doc Rivers to, to get, get you motivated. motivated to go out there and win a must-win. That was a must-win game because we're sitting pretty. We're sitting you had, pretty. You had you momentum. You win one more game at home. That's it.
2: You had momentum. You won two straight. Doc Rivers should not have to fire you up to take the, the court no. in that game. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And we don't and like Doc Rivers. but It's just – no, I'm just not going to let him take blame for that. But – I don't know. The supporting cast on this team can just be so so bad. Like Niang is is, is terrible. Niang might never. I mean, he he might never hit a shot in Miami again. To be honest, like it just might never happen. Uh, The thing that sucks. The thing that sucks
1: was with uh, Niang, and I don't want to make an excuse for him, but you could just tell that knee was bothering him. Because like literally all his shots were hitting the front of the rim, like he wasn't getting any lift on shots, and his his pull up is already like so diluted from a like I feel like a normal NBA pull up, I guess like he doesn't really jump much, he just kind of stands there and like bunny hops a little bit. So like if he can't get that lift off in his knee, like he's cooked. Like why are you even playing him? Like it doesn't yeah, his he, defense like my, is so my, bad. Like there's no point.
0: But here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's one guy that's that's a liability. He's literally unplayable. Furkan is literally
2: unplayable,
0: and then what? Matisse Thiebel oh, is yeah, virtually okay. unplayable. No, no,
2: so Matisse Thiebel. How... Matisse Thibel is is unplayable. Mm-hmm. He's not virtually. He's completely unplayable. And I'm listen. I I like Matisse. Like I even have a, like a jersey. It's not real jersey, but I have the jersey of his. He's a likable dude. He, here I am well, finally. He was a, a
0: likable dude.
2: Yeah. So besides all the vaccine shit, which is just bullshit, if, uh, Matisse Mateeshaible has become completely unplayable because his defense at this point is not making up for his lack of offense mm-hmm. like at all. Uh, his defense is full of a lot of uh, risk taking and like he sells out like in no time if he gambles. doesn't get us. Yeah, yeah, it's all gambling. And, and then you have his offense where there he no is, dude. He is even worse than Ben Simmons in in, in half court offense. Like he can do nothing he he can do absolutely nothing he cannot shoot threes he cannot shoot mid range he can't just dribble. has to stand in the dunker spot and uh, he can't dribble he just has to stand in the dunker spot and hope someone can fucking spoon feed him the ball right under the rim that's it mm-hmm. but how do you win a championship with with like like a roster like this i i,
0: I, you I don't, most likely like, don't i don't understand it
1: you mostly like, right know, now but, the, the the past, uh, last series, we were carried by the will of Joel Embiid and the will of Joel Embiid alone. Like, there wasn't much else besides that. The two games we won Tobias. this series. That's that the the most Yeah, consistent no, you're, guy. Right, you're right. Sorry, you're right. You Got to give credit where credit's due, especially if, uh, with how much I shit on the guy. But, uh, no, I mean, Toby was awesome. Joel, obviously, was awesome. But, like, the, the fact that, you come out so flat the first two games like even if you like I, I wasn't i wasn't expecting them to win a game but like maybe if you could win a game steal a game in Miami to begin this series off maybe it's not that big a deal you lose this game 5 but obviously it didn't happen that way and like if the will of Joel Embiid's not there then like this team like we just said will just do nothing cuz nobody's going to step up like I, I, I think i think the, the lack of leadership think, is a kind of appalling
0: I think the the will of Embiid is still there, but I, I just his body just won't allow yeah. him to Well yeah,
1: he admitted that. He said last night, like I I am literally I I want to do all this, but like my body is literally not letting me. Like you could yeah, see it on his pull up shots. Shame, his man. his pull up shots like are like he had a couple great ones last night obviously, which he's always will have a couple great ones, but like they're up coming up short they're like a little bit off like it's just with that thumb it's fucked with the mask he doesn't have any peripheral vision practically it's fucked like it, there's not much he can do at this point to to
4: limit I just
0: wish I just wish Harden Harden would have been able to uh, at this stage of his career it's impossible at 31 He wasted I just wish he would be able to take over
2: during the broadcast I wish that last he would have night, been able to take over the, uh, a couple more games First of all, whoever's been calling the Sixers games, uh, Grant Hill and whoever mm-hmm. that other guy is—I don't know his name—they're both they're, both, they're both terrible, they're no, they're terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, they're atrocious. But um, they said I, slash, I, honestly, I, I slash. didn't know, I didn't know this stat until yesterday. Like, I guess I just never realized. They said the Sixers were the second best road team in the NBA uh, behind the Phoenix Suns this year, and that blows my mind considering yeah. how fucking terrible they've looked in Miami and Miami. Has a weak ass like home, at, like home court. Like half the games, you see the fans don't show up till like halftime. It's it's yeah, brutal, no, it's and they just get right off the court. Like they've looked lost. Well, I, I mean, I'll give them a little bit of credit. They they hung around in those first two games, but that's because Miami kind of let them. But like the Sixers' offenses look just completely fucking lost. In the Sixers should have won Miami. game
0: one. To, to be fair,
2: yeah. yeah. I, I mean, even th- because Maxx- both, both
0: teams <clears throat> offensively were atrocious in that game one.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's been kinda I feel like that's kind of been the the mantra of a lot of the Sixers heat games in general this season. Like the the offense isn't either there isn't there for one team or like neither team has really a lot of offense because like the one I think it was the first or second game we had against them this year, like literally it was like one of the lowest scoring games in the league. Like it was terrible. But you're gonna
0: get you're gonna get beat by by Jimmy Butler and 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 Deadman and all the dude, come on, man. It's it's suck. It it really does suck. And I, I was feeling optimistic, like, like this morning, because I was like, you know what, we we're, we're gonna win tomorrow, and then we're gonna have momentum. But then, like, coming back to reality is just like, they can't win in Miami. But yeah. then, my uh, the other part of my brain goes to like, well, dude, they can't lose every single game in Miami, can they? I like,
1: mean, you haven't like showed yes. that you you haven't showed that you can win any games in Miami. So, like, why would you? Like the, know, the odds just, are very stacked I, against you.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, but dude, I I just feel like they they pull one out in like game seven, I don't know, dude. I that, mean,
2: that'd, that'd be great, and be exact, that,
1: I'm I'm rooting for that. But like, I just don't really have any faith that they're going to. Because I'm I mean, fully
2: expecting a game six win mm-hmm. and then a heartbreaking game seven loss.
1: Yeah, it's either going to be dude, real close seven, and they win on like did, a game winner or something, or that, they just blow us out.
2: That game seven, if if
0: we get a game seven, because right now. it Even at home, it's a big if. But if we get a game seven, that game seven is going to be torture. It's going to be absolute torture to watch. And it's going to be on a fucking Sunday night. uh, Shoot me in the brain. A total night. No matter what the outcome, it's going to be a nightmare to watch. Yeah, I
2: mean, that's going to be two out of the last three or I think something like that years that we'll we'll have an ugly, assuming we lose game seven, of course, be just terrible. Because like last year, the Hawks, 2019, the Raptors, the bubble, too. No, no, no. 2019
1: ex- was uh, the Celtics sweeping us out. I thought
2: the 2019-2020 season. 2019 was. Uh, quite, yeah, tw-
1: 2019
2: yeah. was the Raptors. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. 2018-2019. Yeah. Um, this also applies for Game Fives. We have a stretch of terrible Game Fives in like, especially the second round. Again, against the Raptors uh, last year, against the Hawks, we blew like a 20-something point lead in Game Five. Mm-hmm. So. It's just, it's like tiring and like, it, honestly, like, I'm gonna get depressing for a second. Like, it's literally just fucking sad at this point. Like, it, it literally just makes me it depressed. Kind of like, like, it's, 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 it makes me sad. Like, it makes me legitimately emotional, like, watching Joel Embiid, like, in tears because he's in so much physical pain out on the court because you know how fucking bad this guy wants to win. And listen, I know we're not getting stuck in the MVP shit. And like, this has nothing to do with who wins it or why they'd win it. But like, it is just like kind of funny to me. Like, you know, Jokic was interviewed and he said like, Oh, he doesn't even know where his first MVP award is. Like clearly you can tell he just doesn't care. And Mm -hmm. like, cool. That's whatever he, Oh, you could say he's focused on the bigger goals, but like, you know how much that fucking winning that trophy would mean to Joel Embiid. And like, it just, it just hurts like that. We don't, we don't get like watching him out there. Like right now, even when he's playing good, the last you know game three and four like he just doesn't look like he's enjoying himself right now like and he plays with so much joy and happy like it's it's a weird niche thing to say but like he does like when he's hyping the crowd up and he's smiling and laughing Mm -hmm. you just don't see that and like i know this is just getting like a little weird here but it's like makes me sad when we don't get to see that from him yeah it does does. does. i feel the same way because
1: it's like it kind of sucks the the energy yeah it sucks the energy out of the team it sucks the energy out of the fans but like Even games three and four, he wasn't like happy. But
2: that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were like when he was playing good.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it's just it sucks to see. It really is draining because it's just, especially when the team's losing as bad as they are, like last night. It's just extremely draining.
0: It's just like I just can't handle. I I can't handle the the up and down that that this playoffs has been. I can't handle it.
1: Welcome to to every fucking year as a Sixers fan in the playoffs, Seamus. Congrats on having your uh, first year uh, of it. Congrats, yeah, bud. It's, it's
2: Absolute <laughs> torture. James, like, I, I would it's torture. I I would have loved to see like your reaction if you were a, a bi- as big a Sixers fan now. If you were last year during the Hawks series, I think you would no, have. Had see, a I paid attention.
0: See, I paid attention to that. I, I watched Game Seven. James forgets like, what a playoff series. series feels like. <laughs> and I knew that, like, but I just didn't give a shit. Did you hear that, James? I didn't like. What did you say?
1: It, Taylor, repeat.
4: I said you forget what a playoff series feels like. So, because of the Phillies, <laughs> yeah, because the Phillies haven't been good for uh, a decade plus.
2: Seamus, like I think uh, last I like, year, I
0: like how the Marlins like won a playoff game in in the in the, in the COVID year, but <laughs> last year and the, sure. the, the Phillies haven't would've... done shit in <laughs> ten <days> years <laughs> plus.
1: Alec Boehm had the best <laughs> year of his <laughs> oh career. Oh my god,
0: let's shit on the baseball team. Yeah,
2: right. hold on. Um. What was I? Oh, Seamus. Yeah, I think you would have had a uh, mental breakdown watching them blow a 20-something point lead 26. in one game. And then I think 26-point lead. And then what was it? An 18-point 18 18. lead in yep. the other game. Yep. Yep. Well, I'll tell you yeah, what. Uh, those numbers will forever I, I, be engraved into my brain. I paid attention to that final
0: series. Like, we year did we play Kawhi? And Kawhi was just, like, playing out of control. That 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. I, I was, like, not depressed. Turned into I didn't 96 Jordan. That much. But, but to watch him, like, totally destroy us, like, single-handedly... I was depressed on one leg, but I wasn't like. But this I, feeling is so much worse. I want
2: to I want to pose a question, and I feel like this is more directed towards Pat and maybe even Taylor than you, Seamus, just because you didn't watch the Sixers as much for this question. But if you could add one uh, process era Sixer to this current roster, who would it be?
1: Drew Roca. Alda. Drew Holiday. Who would
2: it be? That doesn't count. What but... Roco? <laughs> All right, Drew Holiday was not process era. Yeah, was process. Um Roko, okay, Roko's your answer. I pretty good.
1: I would honestly probably also go with Roko because you need a three and D guy and you need somebody that's like actually good at three and D. And he I, he set the record record for the Clippers this year in three points in one game. Obviously, it was against the Thunder or whatever. Some dude, I, this is a process
0: error? But, but dude, I do Kyle Korver. Oh my God, prime <laughs> Kyle
2: Korver. Dude, part he of me sick. wants to. Part of me wants to say Nerland's Noel for a backup center.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, that would be great because right now he's just just like sleeping in the Knicks locker room. Like I'm pretty sure he's like homeless and just sleeping in the Knicks locker room at this point. Because I don't think he played a single minute for the Knicks in the second half of the season. I would
2: love to add someone also who's just like fun and a pure hooper. So maybe for my runner-up, I'm saying Nick Young.
1: No, fuck that dude. I have no idea. Not <laughs> dude, he would be—he no.
2: would be absolutely infuriating. But at the same time, you know he would just go out and hit some dumbass shots too. I
1: hate his guts. Just, I mean, he's just such a prick. It, like, I can't. No. The
0: only—the only reason why, like, I—the only like solace I could ever get from like not winning a champion, assuming we don't win the finals this year, assuming because I still have um insane hope that doesn't make any you do? sense. But it assuming we like don't. It a couple it's that well dude I'm I told you I'm in like a mental barrier right now with the, with the Sixers team. They're making me feel all <laughs> sorts of things. Welcome and like to the, every
1: it's, year.
0: <laughs> it's so horrible. It's like my my mind's playing tricks on me all because of like Joel Embiid's health. It's crazy. But yeah, that's welcome, why
4: that's why you should just gamble. Welcome more fun. to
1: the past fucking 5 years mother.
0: Taylor you're honestly a genius. <laughs> but honestly, the only reason why I would be happy with the Sixers not winning this year is so DeAndre Jordan doesn't get a ring.
1: Yeah, no Which shit, he gets shot. He gets fucking taken out. The guy does deserve
2: a ring. I mean, if, if let's assume we are about to lose in the second round here, I I would hope that Doc Rivers has moved on from. And I don't Daryl, think he will be. Lakers Daryl look Murray pretty good would, right now. Daryl Murray would get his first like legit off season because no mm-hmm. Ben Simmons drama. So like you would hope that he is uh, has the freedom to make some moves, and like uh, listen. I don't want to like I'll look into the future too much because this is very bleak and depressing. But like, it's beginning to like start to come to fruition. Joel Embiid even made a comment. You could say he was generalizing. You know, he said in a couple of years when I retire, when he was asked about like the MVP and all that. I know that but, broke my heart. Like, I don't even want to imagine the post-MB era of the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone pointed out earlier, it would basically, you know, may possibly be just re- rebuilding around, like, Maxi, which is way different because he's yeah. a guard. And, obviously, that depends on how he keeps on uh, leveling up. But, like, dude, like, I don't know if I can, like, sit through another rebuild, man, like, for how long the process was and... If Joel Embiid retires with no ring, I'm going to be just I'm gonna, so Darryl, so devastated. Daryl well, How old is he? 28. He's 28.
0: All right. I mean, I don't know why we're talking about retirement. I don't even know <laughs> well, why he brought that up. His his body's taken a lot of punishment over yeah, the years. He's, he's, that's why he's I, an old he's 28. Definitely, he's definitely going to have like an earlier than like usual retirement probably.
4: Darryl just Marley, because of his health. Daryl Maury does not do rebuilding.
2: Uh, yeah that's a very he, good
4: he's point. he's only making contenders that's it that's true he only knows
1: one way so when maury and joelle yeah, leave that, that's what i <laughs> was <laughs> when, when maury and joelle leave when the two of
4: them hey, leave
0: hey, hey uh hey taylor that's what i was told about dave dombrowski too who's <laughs> that i was told the same thing <laughs> who, the, the who the hell new is that general manager of the philadelphia phillies
1: oh actually he's the president is he
0: yeah i know but he acts as the gm
1: yeah, because you know Matt Clintock is so good at his job.
0: Yep, and then by <laughs> the way, Sam Fold is their GM. He doesn't even. I don't even. Think oh right, he I shows forgot about him. I
1: fucking forgot about yeah.
4: him. Yeah, wait, there? He's
0: not a forgettable there? fella.
1: Clintock is like tucked uh, away he, in accounting somewhere. Oh. he's kind of like yeah, how he finally, was while uh while uh Chip was the GM. Yeah,
0: they finally got rid of him.
1: Oh, did they actually? He,
0: he's yeah. They fought like quietly got rid of him. I think he's with like the rangers or something now oh see
1: this yeah. is like yeah. this Come is your on. team that's yeah. your team
0: oh <laughs> yeah cory Corey, Corey seager and then uh, marcus simeon are gonna hey i mean we lost see.
1: a series to them right
0: yeah but i mean they're they're gonna end up winning 60 games and probably. the phillies that's are probably
1: just... gonna win like what 50 if that
2: i i still think 88 <laughs> Um, real quick before we move off before <laughs> we move off
1: basketball, what are you smoking there? That's because oh, that's much. not just nicotine.
2: <laughs> it's May. What, fellas? It's May. Let's relax. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say real quick before we get off basketball, the Bucks Celtics game. Uh, five. What was it? Got game five just yes. wrapped up, yeah. and uh, the Bucks ended up winning on like some crazy shit happening at the end of the game. Uh, Bucks were up one and then uh, Giannis was at the line. He made, Well, he made a free throw that put them up one. His second free throw misses, and Bobby Portis uh, ends up putting the ball Milwaukee in God. the fucking... He, he gets a rebound, puts it up, and in. And uh, then two possessions in a row, Drew Holiday uh, gets a block on Marcus Smart and like throws the ball off of him out of bounds. Then on the Celtics' last uh, possession, Marcus Smart... Gets uh, the ball stolen off him by Drew Holiday. So, oh boy, know. this is something. What? I don't know, it just sounds like a bunch of gibberish. Like no disrespect. You know what oh, I mean? Okay, never mind. Go ahead. And say <laughs> what say. Jesus Christ! No, James.
0: no, no. No, I'm just saying. Like, God know, damn the Celtics. The so, Celtics. so
1: basically, I think Vince, what you were trying to get at is they did a great job winning a game on the road in clutch time, and you, you, you wish that we had now. a team that could do that.
2: Well, that and the fact that like the Heat or Bucks are going to crush us or the Heat.
1: The like, season, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Caesar I wouldn't Bucks. be
2: surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Bucks or the Celtics sweep whoever they play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah 100%. No, that doesn't happen in the playoffs, dude. That does. That just does not happen. Scott in the playoffs. Foster
1: will be sent in. He will be. He will be air <laughs> like dropped into the middle of the game.
4: Hey, hey, Vince. Wait. Also. When Seamus is uh, rambling on about the Phillies, I'll, I'll help you out and, uh, you know, completely <laughs> is, derail his that. segment.
2: Um, last note on basketball. I'm watching the Warriors Grizzlies as we speak. John Morant being on the sideline really sucks. Yeah. Uh, that really blows. That really uh, puts a damper on this series. Yeah, uh, that's I all think I it's all
0: good. I, I think it's fine. You know why? Because uh, our R.M. Beast. He, he's always hurt. It's about time for somebody else. Why don't work. want other people well, to. Be Embiid's hurt too. still
1: hurt, though. It doesn't make a difference that Jaws hurt, too. I'm just Embiid's saying that, still
0: that means hurt. John ja Moran ja is not as
2: tough as Joel Embiid. Otherwise, he'd still be playing.
1: <laughs> All right,
2: fucking, so since okay, I. Never mind. <laughs> since, since I'm just rambling on, I'm going to let Seamus talk about the Phillies.
0: <laughs> nah, I don't even want to talk about the Phillies. Anymore. I just want to talk about. <laughs> I want to talk about how um, I was like see a lot of people are talking wait well this there, is like what trump says
4: there is something you should mention
0: what's
1: uh this saturday oh yes so this
4: saturday uh, yeah
0: we're gonna be at citizens bank park
1: is that a is that a verbal commitment from seamus i'm gonna hold I, you to I that i
0: believe it
4: is <laughs> there's no way he's not going to this he said he'd go in the work
2: late so you
1: had it you heard it here first seamus doyle will be there With us from the nosebleeds at Citizens Bank Park. It's a craft beer festival this Saturday. We're going to be there. I'm going to try
0: to make it happen. We're going to be there at noon.
1: We're going to be there at noon. Uh, If you want to come be a guest on the pod, uh, we're going to start doing a podcast from one to two. Do a one-hour episode if anybody wants to come on and say hi. Uh, We'll have a little booth. um, Liquid Death. Liquid Death booth. Liquid Death booth. So shout out to Liquid Death. Fantastic water. It really cures your thirst if you ask me. But, um, murders it. it. Murders
0: it. It's Thank better
2: you. than it's better than other water. Um, there's a good chance <laughs> you might see me and Pat full on break out in tears because that might be after the Sixers have lost Ooh. the series, correct? Right? Because yeah. the game is what Friday. tomorrow?
4: Friday. Yeah. Yeah,
2: So there's a, there's a good chance that uh, me and Pat will just be it'll be we'll be crying. So if you would like to see two grown men cry, um, you know where to come find us. Yeah. Because and and soft, drink
4: and drink beer and, and get over the six. Yeah, it's true. We're gonna we're gonna need
1: yeah, rides yeah, exactly. there. We're gonna need rides there, gotta, Vince, because we're just gonna get hammered and do an episode.
2: It, that's honestly I've been waiting to do that for a long
1: time. <laughs> I know. See, so, Seamus, now you gotta so come Haskins. get hammered and do an episode with us? Come on. In you can't pass that oh. out. Park. in C B P your favorite place on earth. You can't pass that up. So I'm taking what you Lutech? said earlier as a verbal commitment, and I will.
4: Yeah, that that's the only thing that's missing is Luturk dancers. Turk? All right, I mean, I'll,
0: on, text, I'll text. Of, I'll text
1: the couple of. I'll text the couple of Turk strippers I have in my phone, and we'll get them to CBP too. We'll get them in with vendors with us. Does that work, Dude, Shane?
0: Citizens by Park. Citizens by Park is literally a a house of horrors for me. <laughs> why? Like, like. Then why do you beg me the to the go noise. there
1: like three times a year?
0: Oh, I love, I love. it's a beautiful ballpark, but I mean, what? the results are usually not good. Yeah, but, but
1: there's go. no Phil's playing on- there that day. It's going to be awesome. It's literally
4: surrounded by free beer. Yeah. And like swag.
0: Swag?
4: <laughs> yeah, swag. Merch.
0: I haven't heard that since, since like, uh, you know, 2012.
4: That's what they call the <laughs> stuff. All the free stuff. They but anyway, away. swag.
2: Reese Hoskins. Oh, okay.
0: So anyway, Reese
2: <laughs> Hoskins. Anyway, see you guys at CBP at noon on yeah. Saturday.
1: Yeah. We'll so be I recording destroyed from destroyed one to one one. two. So make sure you stop by and say hi.
2: <laughs> I got destroyed on social
0: media by uh, by people that are Reese Hoskins sycophants, and it's really really now Vince really define really
1: sycophant dis- for me, real quick.
0: I'm assuming people East that
1: argue fan. with seamus <laughs> <laughs> it's uh no, it's brown yeah brown nosers uh,
0: Bootlickers. boot lickers now now okay uh, i was gonna
1: ask to define brown nosers i wasn't sure
0: uh brown nosers <laughs> simply means uh sycophant so anyway um uh these these reese hoskins people have a have a disease and like i don't like to joke around about mental illness because it's not funny it's something that affects a lot yeah, of you're about, to, completely yeah, well, you are yeah, about we'll... to do it <laughs> No, but it is a mental illness, like literally. So wait, 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 wait.
1: And, wait. I I know of another another mental illness that seems to afflict you. It's being a the Philly's Philadelphia fan. Phillies fandom, yeah. right?
0: Oh, oh, I'm how many not, years? How many dude, years? I'm like, I am like very like not mentally well. So I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that I'm not. You know, I'm just saying that like being a member of a cult, you you have had to have gone through some sort of brainwashing. Some sort of mental abuse. All right. Well, now you're just sounding you like
1: two. your father. Like, like.
0: No, <laughs> no, dude. If you think that Reese Hoskins is a good baseball player, you're simply just not watching a him play throughout his entire career. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long, long time of just, uh Reese Hoskins is hot for two weeks. Oh, Reese Hoskins is then cold for three months. I mean, this is not like. And people are like, oh, Double Herrera. Udubo Herrera was, has never has never had a cold streak as worse as Reese Hoskins' cold streaks. And I I'll don't tell know you why. About that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll <I> mean... <laughs> tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because Reese Hoskins is supposed to be a middle of the order anchor, everyday player in your lineup. Udubo Herrera is not. Udubo Herrera. But he never has was. been.
1: He has been for years but now was... in this lineup.
0: No, I mean he's not an everyday player. Uh, but Reese he's Hoskins... not.
1: But he has been.
2: Okay, but he was never looked at as a middle order. He literally bat. lost that spot on the roster yeah. because of how fucking streaky he was. He because at one point when this when the Phillies were really bad, he was in that position. That's you're, exactly you're proving what I'm my saying. point, Vince. My my point is that Reese Hoskins should
0: lose his job. Okay. Okay. And so I honestly,
1: like, I'm I'm kind of there with you because I mean, Boom, who's been hitting great this year? Uh, throw him at first because he sucks at defense on third um put Camargo at third cuz fuck it why not uh or even like throw I don't even know who you throw over there at this point like
0: you you throw Camargo over there
1: yeah but i mean like is there anybody else
0: <laughs> uh well no but i mean <laughs> there, there isn't but uh, Johan Camargo is a, is a fine baseball player yeah. the the problem with Camargo the, he he was he was playing with Atlanta, and Austin Riley came came up and mm-hmm. was like, "Fuck you, Johan Camargo." Yeah. And Austin Riley became what everyone thinks Alec Bohm is, apparently, mm-hmm. I, because that's another cult, cultish fan base—the Alec Bohm supporters—the Alec Boehm. Supporters. The Alec Boehm let's when will you guy, just admit you were wrong? How was I wrong? L- let's give this guy a standing ovation. After I thought we weren't talking about the Phillies,
2: pretty much, because that know, James- I, How do you not love that? That is so. It's so funny.
1: It's so funny. So you hate the fact that he said, "I fucking hate this place."
0: No, I no, that's fine because I hate this place too. But But, I'm just saying. But
1: do you hate that he owned it?
0: No, I I think it's fine that he owned it. But I think giving him a standing ovation is not a smart thing to do.
1: I mean, it's one way to get a player's spirits back up, is not?
0: Okay, but it's Alec a positive thing to do instead of boo him onto the field.
1: Player. He should be a sixer. All right.
0: All right, whatever. <laughs> He's I'm what, saying, six, seven?
1: He, he, he could. He, he probably could. He probably play guard.
0: He's another one that's streaky as hell. I mean, uh, th- th- these, th- this Phillies roster is so sad because you go out and you grab Schwerber and Castellanos. And I said that Reese Hoskins is going to benefit tremendously from those guys being in that order and he just had he had a big series and see see this is the weird thing about him dude he goes off this weekend in, in in Seattle in Seattle which is the hardest place to hit a baseball like almost in the league is safe go and that's when he goes off i mean this guy is totally like it does, he doesn't make any sense he's not a, he's not real i really don't think that he i think he's like an enigma because If you remember when Reese Hoskins got called up in 2017 and he was hitting a home run every single at-bat, every every at-bat he was hitting a home run. He had like 30 home runs in two days, like like insane stuff. And then when he went cold, finally, for the first time, that's just been how he is. That's what he is. But like people are saying, oh, Reese Hoskins is, is not a bad baseball player. He's just a very streaky baseball player. And when he goes on cold streaks, they're really, really bad. But when he's hot for two weeks, he's really hot and he can carry a team. You know what all that means? That's just a bunch of words for saying that he is not a good Major League Baseball player. He's a marginal player. He's fine, but he's not a guy that you should be defending like, oh, we got to keep Hoskins. Dude, if you can trade Hoskins for, a, for an arm or, or for something, you do it every single day of the week. I just don't get, like, why people are so protective of Reese Hoskins. Like a when he, is, uh, he he arm <laughs> Honestly,
1: that might be better than is my mind.
0: He has not been a, a part of any winning. Ob- obviously, we're talking about the Phillies here. But he has not helped the Phillies win anything. Nothing. Not, not a playoff. He's been here for 18, 19, 20. Five, five or six seasons he's, he's been up here. Never got never once got sent down to the minor leagues. He has all his minor league options left. Why not demote the guy? I mean, you can't now because he's in his one of his hot streaks again. So he's, but it's like, dude, if so you when, think when he's he hot? goes cold again... Yeah, is he handsome? Do you, do you
1: think he's look, hot?
0: No, I think he looks like he's straight out of Whoville. He's a goofy-looking <laughs> guy. He's like a weird-looking dude. But if you want my opinion... And that's another reason why I don't understand every girl in Philadelphia loves him. It. It's weird. He's not good at baseball, and he looks like he's because cartoon he's
1: a, he's a big, strong guy. Big, strong guy. Very he's capable. not
0: even big. Very like, big, like strong
1: thinking's... guy. Very capable of hitting balls out of the I, ballpark.
4: I love Seamus telling what what girls <laughs> <should> think about <laughs> other
1: men. All right, women. women these are your, your the opinions you <laughs> should be having. All right, listen to me. I am Seamus Doyle. You should like guys that wear shorts down onto their shins. You should like guys that are red. <laughs> you, you should like guys that dress in all red and wear headbands as hats. If you, if you, or sorry, masks as hats. Because I mean, that's he's just that's what's describing, in.
0: Describing. He's literally. You're literally describing Bryce Harper. And, and i think that bryce harper is a much better looking man than reese hoskins i mean is that even bryce debatable?
1: harper bryce harper wears five inch in shorts hell yeah uh
0: yeah
2: i know he rainbow does, ones at that philly yeah. sports is in such a depressing place that we're Good talking about me. how hot are the phillies are we it's, need
1: to we need to. Yeah. we should put out a bracket and of philly's, philly's hotties <laughs> bro oh, we should the... we should campaign vince you and i should campaign for reese to win just <laughs> absolutely
4: just to get Seamus even more upset
2: i know mean, I mean, my just, uh he doesn't have anything going for him that guy you know my like favorite not... tr- my favorite trend player. in philly in philly sports is it's that is like he really uh, a baseball player taylor he's a horrible baseball player i mean he, he
1: still is. makes millions of dollars a year yeah
2: yeah 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 stealing money good for him he's a thief my my favorite trend in Philly is uh, when you get like you know midway through the Sixer season or maybe in the playoffs, it's oh I can't wait for the Eagles season. Give me the Eagles. I actually then can't midway wait. through oh. midway through the Eagles season, you're like oh they're, my they're going to let you down this year. Give me the, the Phillies. So. Give me the the Eagles. They,
0: they are not. They're not going to. Uh, that's a bold prediction for me. I, I don't trust the Eagles. But you've but, literally
1: been saying this entire offseason that Jalen Hurts is going to be the guy, and he just got yes, great but receivers. But I have a
0: bad feeling. I have a bad feeling that Nick Sirianni is going to fuck this team into in submission. He just, how he's going <laughs> to? Because I don't. I
2: he's I I don't trust him.
0: Why? I don't trust Nick Sirianni. Back that statement up
2: with actual. Yeah. Like, what's your actual opinion? Like, give me something. Well, my why? actual opinion is that he was not
0: impressive in his in his first season. He made how the so? playoffs.
1: Yeah, he made the playoffs dog shit. Pretty, and, and he
0: like...
2: got destroyed in the playoffs. Yeah, but he made it with a destroyed very, destroyed very depleted roster. Playoffs. Yeah.
1: Their, half their O okay, line was I, injured I by the time they got to the playoffs. One, one receiver. Yeah, literally one receiver who you could who's very easy to scheme against when you have nobody else that can get open. A quarterback that can't read the field. Uh running backs that were in and out of injury all the time. Like like what do you expect from the guy as a rookie head coach? Like he he made the playoffs as a rookie head coach. He had one. Yeah, uh, but like he literally like if you don't expect much, you should be happy they made the playoffs.
2: Sirianni completely uh, over over exceeded expectations. Yeah, and I think he there were he, fair he criticisms. Was one game over five hundred.
1: Yeah, but there were people fair... weren't expecting them to win more than four games.
2: Yeah, James, they're over. Under. They were people four. were
1: slotting them to win four total games last season, and he well, went nine first... and eight.
0: Well, by the way, the first half of that season was was terrible. I mean uh, horrible. And he, he
1: made an better, adjustment I mean, and figured they, they it out. Be which is exactly on. what you want from a good head coach. They make adjustments unlike Doc Rivers and figure it out. Like
0: people people are like like expecting like huge things from the Eagles this year. What? And I, I don't know Nine I don't
4: wins think, is huge. D- yeah. Seamus
2: the old take e- I've seen on Eagles fans. TV? I've seen Eagles fans saying like we're gonna make a playoffs, but I haven't seen anything like crazy. What they did last year. No, people, people are excited though. Too excited.
1: Of course, we just got AJ Brown. We had a great draft. Like, what else? What do you want people to not get excited about it?
4: Everybody's in sports hell with the no, Phillies. Just, fans. Yeah, no. It's for yeah. if if, if the suck,
1: if the Phillies suck, Seamus, <laughs> everybody else has to suck in Philly, right? I mean, well, the, yeah, the I mean, Sixers the playoffs, suck, so uh, you, you already got them too.
2: Well, the best team in Philly is actually the union, so they just drew yeah, yeah, four times in a row, didn't they? Something like that, but they are literally the best team in in this in this city.
1: Wait, Seamus, they don't
2: play in the city.
1: I have, I have a question. That's, that's actually true. Seamus is guy. Well, you then there. the
2: New York Giants and Jets aren't New York. They're, they're not. They're,
1: they're Jersey, Jersey teams.
2: <laughs> but they're New York teams, and New York fans are from New York, and they like those. They teams. don't have any fans. They don't have any. They're fans. They're all the from. Jets, dude, I have, have never
1: play. met a New York person that's a fan of the Giants or the Jets. It's all fucking. They're not North Jersey. How many medieval. people
2: from New York do you know?
1: Uh, my mom. <laughs> my mom is from New York. <laughs>
2: Okay, do you know one person from New York. No, her family,
1: her entire family is from New York,
2: and none of them are football fans.
1: No, they are. They're fans of the Cowboys because the Jets and okay, the well, Giants sucked.
2: Well, there New are York's close to Dallas. There are New York fans that are fans of their teams, and the Philadelphia Union represent Philadelphia. And we should be thankful that they do because they are literally the best team in Philadelphia at the moment. I did say it last but night, Vince. Cares. I don't know if you
1: saw it because I think you'd already gone to sleep. But I did say after the loss last night that I might be switching over to Union instead of Sixers fandom now because I mean listen, I just can't take you, the heartbreak anymore. And I need your I need your jersey I, plug.
2: I've been slowly transitioning over, and you know it's fun over in Union Land because was, l- listen, the Union world. Uniontopia. Were, union I like were,
1: Uniontopia better.
2: The Union were about to win the their their championship last year until eleven of their players oh, that was, went out with COVID. in oh, yeah. The semifinals. Hey, hey, Vince.
0: Hey, Vince, Are they going to get a parade down Broad Street?
4: Yeah, they Absolutely probably will. Yeah.
0: And and are millions of people going to show up like they did for the Phillies uh, and the Eagles? I guarantee,
2: I guarantee a lot of people would show up just for the sole fact that, that they want to get drunk. Yes. Maybe, but yeah. But what you'd I'm, see, I'm you'd saying, you'd see a shit ton of people in
1: the Eagles jerseys. Although, sure, I'll put it the that Philadelphia way.
2: Philadelphia Union. <laughs> Are a better franchise than the Philadelphia Phillies, which isn't hard. Sure,
1: (laughs) that's a very, very low baseline.
2: It's not even like a major sport in this country.
1: It's
0: the biggest sport in the world. It's not part (laughs) of the top four sports
2: in this country. There's no debating.
1: Biggest sport in the world. I'm a real four for four
2: four Philly fan, but you have to sub out the Flyers with the Union. (laughs) That's
0: fair.
4: Wait, Seamus, I I don't like the Flyers. I, I have an Eagles question for you. So Nick Sirianni, okay. are you rose don't in or rose out?
0: Rose in or rose out? Yeah. What does that even mean? Howie he's not,
3: Roseman. He's
1: not getting the throw. He's not getting the the, the throwback
4: to last week. I like
0: week. I like Howie Roseman.
4: Are you rose in or rose out Nick. on Nick Sirianni?
0: Um, I'm sure out. <laughs> that was bad. All right. Uh, I, don't th- I don't think Nick's.
4: Reese I don't think Nick
0: Sirianni is, is ever going to win a championship in this city, are you, ever. Are you Reese Hoskin or Reese Hoskin? <laughs> oh, I'm definitely Reese Hoskin. You're a scout? Reese Hoskin. Reese, yeah, I was. It was a wee blow.
4: Middleton or middle
1: out?
0: M- Middleton. Wow. Are you Howard Eskin or Howard Eskout? <laughs> I am Howard Eskin.
1: Wow. Interesting.
0: I'm not Howard Eskin, but I'm Howard Eskin. in
1: I don't know. You pretty much just said you were Howard Eskin. How is that going to fly in the Philadelphia sports community? Wait,
4: are you uh, Gargano or Gargan yes? Oh, I'm definitely Gargan yes. I am
0: definitely Gargan are
2: yes. Alright, do you guys have any uh, segments you want to do before we wrap up here? Because your boys got to get... <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't want to do that about... like this all night?
0: Wait, Taylor. I actually I would love do to do like a I want to talk about the Philadelphia um, – the state of Philadelphia media, sports media, um, because I think – are we allowed to talk about that, uh, Taylor?
4: It's your show, dude. What?
0: <laughs> I know, but I don't, I don't want John Bartscher to – We're Haney an independent and company. About, we're like, an independent company.
4: Shut the company. fuck up and give your oh, okay. opinion. Yes, Jesus.
0: Okay, so, like, I, like, obviously, like, we're not competing with, um, like, sports radio, right? Because this is a podcast. So, um, like, I've been – like trying to listen to other like sports shows, um, like in the city, just to like hear how horrible they are, <laughs> and like to just get more confidence in myself because I know for a fact that I'm way more talented than any on-air personality in the, the city right now, or so just bad. or just as talented. Um, But I actually think the 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 station that's uh, uh, run by Mike Messinelli is the much more intriguing station. And I was always a fan of the other station. And I just think
1: that what's, what's the I other think station? Gargano
0: does uh, WIP. Oh, I was oh, always I, I I think <laughs> I think bet. both stations <laughs> I think both stations have phenomenal on air talent. I really do. But I think 975 is doing a much better job right now. Because I, I think Gargano Gargano is good for hyping people up. He he gets the city invested, like he gets people excited about the Sixers, the whole play the song thing now, the genius, like like him and his producer, Andrew, the the chunis. I think it's great. I think that's a great chemistry they have. However, when, when when two o'clock rolls around and you got the what the hell is that song? Hey, uh that they play at every sporting event, that horrific song.
1: What? I have no idea. That was a terrible rendition.
0: Living revision. in the 21st century. Oh, oh power, power by oh. Kanye yeah. West. Yeah.
1: Holy so
4: shit, that, that was <laughs> bad.
0: <laughs> Mike Missanelli uses that as his intro, but it's like a remix. And it, like people are talking about, it's the Mike Missanelli show. Uh, like oh wait, that. is that
1: what they do? Are you kidding me? Yeah, they've that been was, doing
0: that for years. That's so Bro, I'm bad, cringin, man. I'm cringing. That hard. is
1: so bad.
0: So yeah, oh, that's bad. God. But you know. I, I think it, I think Mike gets shit on a lot because like there's there's a well, lot of preconceived notions about him. He's a moron. There's a lot of preconceived notions about him. He's like Eskin, meaning like people either love or they hate. So, but I think, dude, if you're sixty some years old and you're still in the business, you're doing something right. Yeah,
4: Eskin's way better than Mike.
1: Yeah, I have to agree like with Miles. that. Miles. I mean, he's not. I not used more to talented, love listening clearly. to Eskin. I used I used to but love clearly, it going in on Saturday mornings to work.
0: But but clearly, I think Missinelli has the better career.
4: What? Okay. No. What? <laughs> Howard, asking, what? It's literally the
0: godfather of like Philadelphia sports media. He also, <laughs> yeah, I got it. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, Mike Miss, Mike. I mean, Mike Miss. You should know Radio Taylor, and I don't think you do. <clears throat> Mike Missinelli yes, has literally. As literally the number one afternoon drive show and has had it for the past 15 years.
4: Okay, well, yeah, number one. Eskin doesn't want to do that anymore.
2: (laughs) Mike Misanelli also didn't get a woman murdered. But Eskin didn't
0: have an afternoon drive show for 15 years. He had it for like four years with like Greece. And
4: he's been doing this for way longer than he has.
0: I know, but he hasn't. I guarantee you that Misanelli has had more success ratings wise
2: than Eskin. Okay. That's just my opinion.
4: Okay, I measure more than that then.
2: I don't know. Wait, Seamus, you can't really say that's your opinion, though, because there's numbers to back yeah, that yeah. statement up. Yeah. Like, I well, don't the know numbers. To numbers back are, is but...
0: Mike Missinelli has the number
2: one afternoon drive show in, in in the city and has had it for 15 years. OK, so I'm, I wasn't going to argue with the numbers that you were saying. I'm just saying that's not an opinion. That would either yeah, be a afternoon fact or... drive
0: and Taylor. Taylor can vouch for me. Afternoon drive is like the number one coveted slot if you're a radio guy. Specifically I, sports yeah.
4: radio guy. I mean, I don't really care about radio ratings, honestly. I've been in the podcast industry for way longer than anything radio-specific.
0: But afternoon drive is a very coveted spot.
4: I just don't care. It's so <laughs> archaic. Everything's on demand. I don't really care about when somebody's on or when somebody's off. I
2: honestly don't no, remember but you're saying the last from an time. From an
1: industry perspective.
4: Sure. No, I would say morning show. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, what I was thinking show. too. Well,
0: more, yeah, but afternoon drive, you get—I—I I feel like is more like you—you you made it. I feel like no, that's morning's morning is show. fine. <laughs> not really, though. Morning's not, is not what really.
1: everybody actually like listens quality, to consistently.
4: Yeah, quality of life, yes. Afternoon show, but actual like income and success, morning show.
0: And, and afternoon show, if if you're if you're <laughs>
2: sustainable, <laughs> Shamus, you're is talking so, to a guy that's working so in the industry. Weird. This is this is a very
4: weird. <laughs> argument
2: uh i don't remember the last time i listened to these stations anyway like Thank i'm you. a completely you, a podcast guy right. and like the only time i really listen to the radio guy. is if my phone needs to charge or something like
1: hey if i'm listening what? to the radio it's going to be 102.9 mgk shout out to andre gardner and john yeah, andre
2: gardner <laughs> I'm but, much more of just like I'll listen to podcasts on like the Eagles podcasts on the Sixers.
1: Well, the only uh, the only or, reason I would ever listen to WIP or uh, the fanatic is to listen to a game that's on if I'm driving. That's the it, only yes, reason exactly. I will ever. That's the only reason I have those two stations saved in my truck is literally because I want to listen to a game. Like I have no I've desire bequ- to I've put.
0: Tidbit. Yeah. What I was um, like having some problems sleeping the other night. Like I just couldn't get myself. Know, I couldn't get myself to. Is this going to be another episode of the Horny
4: Hour? So you put on radio.
0: So I put on the radio, and be I'm listening God. to whoever's on at like two or three a.m. Oh, on Quinn? Um, on WIP. <laughs> and yeah, not, <laughs> not not I'm, Vince. Formerly.
1: I'm, <laughs> <Formally. laughs>
0: I'm listening, and this the, the host is doing a good job. Like he's talking about. How Harden is a basketball player for the Sixers and all like just <laughs> intriguing things. And like, <laughs> is,
2: is he hard in or hard out? Hey, so
0: <laughs> I'm I'm listening and he's talking. He's like talking to his producer because uh, uh Olivia Rodrigo was at the Sixers game, right, courtside. Mm-hmm. The Phillies game. And, Wait, she was at the shoot. Sixers game.
1: She was the Phillies game, what
0: whatever game, dude. Who cares? She, she was, was the in Phillies Philadelphia. Game. Yeah, she was the, the Phillies, Phillies game. Bl- the Phillies blew that lead yeah, in front it was, of her. Yeah, was the Mets I game. I will never forgive them yeah. for that. Okay, but okay, but who gives a shit? I'm saying she was in Philadelphia. I give she, a shit because she was on tour and in and Philly, and she did a show and this and that. So he's talking to the producer, and the producer that goes, "I have no idea really, who yeah. that is." And the producer was Francisco Rojas, and Francisco Rojas was on the oh, air. Oh, so this
1: is an episode of the Horny Hour. Yeah. <laughs>
0: he's He's on the air with dozens of people listening. Dozens. And uh and and he's exposed he's exposing himself. Wait, Francisco actually Neither one of them knew who she was.
1: Oh my god, he literally
0: is you. I texted him immediately. No, I know who she is. Come on, man. I actually am a huge fan of her music. Oh, okay, okay. I love her music. Name a song. I think it's phenomenal. Name a song. Uh, I, I forget. I, no,
4: I don't even listen to her. No. And I know the song off the top of my head.
0: No, but seriously, like me, and, me and my, yeah. my, my sister-in-law, Erin and my brother, Pat, we were listening to Olivia oh, Rodrigo's God. like album, like did you in mean, her car. you mean brother-in-law? Sure. And then like, we we're listening and it was good. So I like her. So anyway, I know who she is and Francisco doesn't. So I texted him. I said, Francisco, you can't be on the radio at this hour. You got 10 or 12 people listening. They they all know that you don't know who Olivia Rodrigo is now. Do you
1: think those you people know who she is?
0: No. But still, <laughs> it was a bad look for the Rojas.
1: Why did you bring
4: this and up? <laughs> <Very> what? <confused. laughs> was this because all referenced about... because you know Francisco? Yes.
0: Yeah, no. I'm actually good friends with him.
4: Yeah. <laughs> So. That's the only reason why you brought up that long-winded story, which is way worse than Vince trying to describe at the end of the Bucks game.
0: So anyway, Bobby Porter. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, dude, is that not like the ultimate Dan Baker name? Like Bobby, right. Wouldn't Peter, it be somebody Bobby, with an S at the
1: end the of their Portis. first name and the an S at the end of their last name?
0: Like, no, but he's got the S and he's a junior, if I'm how, not mistaken.
1: How, how would he
4: say Antetokounmpo?
1: Antetokounmpo. <laughs>
0: Giannis anti
1: Come a, come on, come a, come a, come come <laughs> All right,
0: you guys have anything else here? Fitz, you know that song? Yeah, I think Joel Embiid no. has a good name, but the last name, the last name is better than the Joel. Embiid just, like, sounds bad. Embiid. Like, Joel, I can live without. but not a huge fan. Joel, the,
1: Jo-El. the process. Embiid.
0: I also know Matt Cord, but I'm not going to flex like that.
4: Oh, please do. That's so interesting.
0: <laughs> so he followed me on Twitter like 10 years oh, ago. You're on,
4: you're on Twitter? No way.
0: Yeah, you can follow me at St. Seamus. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: What do you talk about so on So he there? followed
0: me a couple years, like 10 years ago probably when I first got on there. Years. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Matt Cord. And so I was, you know, I was rapping, spitting with uh, Matt Cord, you know what I mean? I'm talking,
4: so I'm talking so this. oh my god
0: <laughs> talking about this talking about that and i really was a huge fan of matt Cord, not because of the sixers because who cares about the sixers but i mean i cared about him because he was on 93.3 wmmr and i was trying to use him to get um in contact with uh pierre robert
1: pierre robert you could have just asked me
0: pierre robert
1: i literally have his number
0: why that's weird
1: because i interviewed him in grade school for a paper
2: oh <laughs> all right yeah is there, well, and, is there a point to any of this or is it just
4: famous yeah uh,
2: so
1: guys uh, I just, we just want to remind you if you listen no, this on, long and you listen to the all the song taylor you listen to no don't play the fucking song <laughs> no
0: the jail song i gotta oh. send someone to jail
1: <laughs> no we have to go all right uh so guys just a reminder this saturday starting at noon we will be at citizens bank park for the philadelphia uh, beer. What is a craft beer festival? Yes, Philadelphia Craft Beer Festival be at there. Citizens Bank Park at noon. The show that we are doing will be starting at one, finishing at two. So if you want to see us, uh, come by, stop at the booth. You might be able to hop on the mic real quick, and we'll have a great time talking to you guys for some free booze. Uh, come chug beers with us. Yeah, free booze, really free pay. merch. Come through. Thank you guys for listening.
2: Right,
0: boys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Vince is going to jail for being a fake Sixers fan. Goodbye.